Hello, I'm Rebecca Horan and welcome to A Little Birdie Told Me, a podcast brought to you by Rollercoaster.ie. In season four, I'm going to be talking to a range of well-known Irish faces about being in the trenches when it comes to parenting. On this episode, I speak to the wonderful TV presenter and personality Glenda Gilson, who brought so much energy into the studio that it was infectious. I hope you enjoy this chat. So I'm really delighted to have Glenda Gilson here, who I'd say model, broadcaster, presenter, but mum of two, a mum of two boys. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much and thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, I'm thrilled. You were on my hit list. Thank and you. And then last year I was like, we'd so much to get through and I was like, I wonder will she want to come on and talk about family? It's kind of a different, well, it's not. You do shoots with the boys, you do bits yeah, and pieces, yeah, but it is probably yeah. a different genre. I suppose it is, but it's something I'm used to now yeah. since I had the two of them. So it's yeah. your life. So yeah, bring it yeah. on. <laughs> okay, great. Let's go. Let's go. So you spent much of your life, and you still do, in the spotlight, from shoots in Grafton Street yeah. to shoots in New York to like interviewing. Like it was a really hectic, brilliant time, I'm sure. Like I don't want to put words in your mouth. And you dated some high-profile people, and we all know about that. And then you meet your man, and things change or they don't change. Like how do you think your life, obviously you have two kids, things are nuts. But how do you think things change when you got married? Because suddenly things do settle down. Well, I wouldn't say when I got married. I think it was, um, that didn't change because I was still in the thick of work okay. and everything. I think it all changed when I had the two boys. Um, I was still going when I had Bobby and then for a little bit of Danny. But then, of course, the two of them was, it was too much. And of course, Expose was gone. The show that was five days a week. And like we, you know, we pre-recorded during the day. So you might be out late at night more so than early morning. So when I was moved on to Ireland AM, then I suppose it's live television. Mm. I was in Babyland. You know, you gotta know what's going on in the world yeah. and you're live. So it's like, oh gee, so um, that was a different story. And you're getting up at an ungodly hour. Yeah. So uh, I couldn't do that pace anymore. And you know what? I, as you said, I you asked me there before we started. Did I always want to be a mom? I was I was always so into kids, you know. Any child I'd see on the street, I'd be over kind okay. of making faces with them and doing that. Um and yeah, and now I have my so two own little voice. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was a hunger. As much as you were hungry, you're very um, I would say ambitious. Absolutely. Like and I, I pushed feel like it out always, long enough. Yeah, you know? but I feel like you also prove people wrong. Like you do things and when you do them, you do them really well. Like wow, you know what I mean? Like you you can't be I I couldn't say you could be boxed off as a model, and it's not just a model because it's a fucking hard job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as in you then proved people, you know, well actually I can take on being a host of yeah. a pretty big entertainment show. Well, or I can, you know It's funny because I was modeling and I don't know if you knew, know this, but I started at three years of age. So I was on commercials, Kellogg's Cornflakes ads, Bank of Ireland, McDonald's, all of those things as I was younger. And then I went through my teenage years and, you know, you don't want to be going out doing that. You want to be hanging out with your friends. And then, of course, when I left school, I was in college and you think of making a few quid. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of That's what drove easy, yeah. me. And then I did well with that and it just kept going. And then I got the opportunity to get into TV. Um, I had done TV and radio broadcasting in college. Sorry about the voice. I haven't Not been well all. the last She's few been days. Sick. You sound um, and print and media journalism. So it was always something I would wanted to get into. But it's funny because people used to recognize me from my face. And I was standing in a queue in a supermarket or a bank one day and this lady turned around to me and she said I, was new, I knew it was you from your voice so I was like oh, wow it's turned cool. around now you know now, you definitely have I have one of those voices but that's especially brilliant. today because it's deeper but um, that's good but yeah I just went wow people used to 
used to just recognise the face the and now it's moved turning. on to, to the monotone voice. Were you, you know? scouted as a little kid or did your parents put you into that? Like what happened there? My mom had a friend, Geraldine Brand, and she'd one of the biggest agencies in Dublin, probably the only one, her and Nan Morgan at the time. Wow. So um, yeah, and I They're just like, she's going. super cute. She can do a bit of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you had success with that. Yeah. I did. And I you never say found to my mother, now where's all that kid? money that yeah, I made I as a kid? She's like, you shut up. You yeah, had a great education. You were, you were dressed well. But was you that know? the dream then? So you're a teen and you're obviously very tall, probably compared to your contemporaries. You're glam. Was that the dream to be the successful model or did you have other no. aspirations? And when I think back, no, I was kind of, I was big into sport. Okay. I loved art. I remember, uh, and I just wanted to hang out and boys were my thing. So know, it wasn't it was like, like this big obsession no, to be... No, it wasn't. Okay. You know, it's a different world now. We don't have social, social media. media. Yeah. We don't really get upset. Well, maybe we were. We had magazines. We, we posted on our walls. Um, but I think the reality, the dreams come true for people now. I know that dreams came true for us, but they seem so more. Different. You could grab them now. Yeah, back, so different. Back in our day, they so weren't hard. just at your fingertips. No. Yeah, so. It's hard fought. Absolutely. So you just, you you were kind of loving being an innocent teen and, and enjoying. It just kept going. Yeah. Like, but I, you weren't like, I want to be the Cindy Crawford of art. You weren't no, pushed. No, okay, I was, certainly good, wasn't pushed. Um, it just kept going. So when I wasn't working, I was still on their books. So they'd give me a call and say, you know, I might I mightn't hear from them for a couple of months and then they'd give me a call and say, Would you come in for this uh uh, casting and I'd go for it and then you mightn't get it and you and a lot of times you wouldn't get it and then you'd just go off into teenage world again and Were you then, tough? Were you always tough or were you not? Were but you see my mom used to come everywhere with me. So I'd say my mom I didn't really I you have me thinking about it now. I can't Do you remember being affected. No, okay. definitely not. You're quite confident and yeah, strong. That's yeah. great. And probably that probably came later in life, you know, mm. when I was nineteen, twenty. And then you get insecure. And, yeah, and you're you're around girls like we had some great fun now. We used to get on a bus and go like to Westport or somewhere all us models and we'd go and do a fashion show and there could be 23 outfits with an interval I remember it would start at 8 o'clock yeah you wouldn't get out of there till 10 o'clock some of the outfits nude knickers dress in front of each other well that's if you could find a pair of nude yeah, yeah, yeah. knickers back then Very nude underwear was yeah. underwear was hard to find yeah. my friend Karina Grant she was my bridesmaid yeah. was oh, in the thick of this Karina yeah. would tell you yeah. I'll share listen I have a story about Karina Grant <laughs> I remember she's such a professional walking down the catwalk I did one with it did this particular show with her and she lost a shoe and she just continued she just and she continued with one foot on tippy toes and off she went ever the profession like when you think back at these stories I remember Andrea Roach going up two steps onto a catwalk and she fell and it, her two knees were ble- bleeding afterwards and she just wiped them and continued it's, it's just different it's just what you did you just kept going but that's what I wanted to say to you in Westport we'd go down you'd get um you'd say you know to Derek Daniels Dickie uh, I have a size 18 here I don't think it, it will fit <laughs> it'll be grand make it fit and it'd be like Jesus so and you'd different. have a clamp on the back yeah. and you're on a runway on yeah, a catwalk it's a not clamp. like it's <laughs> You know, it's a photograph with a clamp. You do this twirl and be like, there's my black clamp on the back. I love that. But, um, He's so funny as yeah. well. Yeah. It was a real family. Do you it feel was, like it was collegiate? Like oh, it, but yeah. that's what I said. You'd, you'd finish, we'd, uh, 
we'd, Jesus, if they could hear us now, we'd usually be getting changed in the kitchens of yeah. hotels around the country and you'd find the stash of little bottles of white yeah, wine. get hammered. So we like, throw them it's into like the sorority. bag. And we'd hop on the bus, yes. Bernard the bus man, God loved the poor man having to put up with us. And we'd head back to Dublin and we'd stop and get a bag of chips on the way home and a sing song. Like now, different. the girl, now the it's social totally media, different. They're snapping yeah. in immediately. It's on TikTok. You would not be sitting getting hammered. You would not have and chips. And listen, I'm not condoning that life. Drink and eating a bag of chips. In it was a Way. Yeah, well, we way. weren't just into fitness and keep our health, and which we should have been. Image, you know, you know, smoking was a big thing yeah, of models as well. It was like it was just a different world. No I remember, and backstage where clothes were hung on rails, there was models sitting on the floor smoking yeah. around them. It, it was, was just different. a different world. But I kind of. Like I was in it in a different way because I was in continuity or she that's how I met Karina and I was starting in media and then I went into but I just remember watching that world and growing up in that 90s noughties world in Dublin oh. and people slag it and it's uh, photo call and graphic that was what we were as a country yeah. it's what fed papers it's what you know made sure commercial clothes were and there's kind of this loss of innocence because everyone can be famous now everyone has an account everyone has and I kind of look at these women now who did make it and I'm like can't forget the people who had started all of this stuff in yeah. this country and put us on the map in a way and started the you know going over and shows I, do you and remember and models used to be celebrated yes like, nowadays I'm talking international yes. models you have your Kendall's your Gigi's yeah. your Bella's but back in the day, the supermodel, they kind of make them all look samey, 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 yes. samey, so that the, the focus is on the clothes. But also the influencers and actors now are the models for are the brands, ones for Fendi, over. as yeah, opposed yeah. to the ones like the Linda and Vangela. Like, you'd look at them and go, wow. I saw a shoot with all the old supermodels recently for that. I know, and I was like, I'm wow, they're just... And they all look so beautiful. Um, Naomi Campbell looks like... What she age was is she? 50, odd, you know isn't I mean? she? She looks like now she was only stepped but off she's the always catwalk. looked the same. Yeah. She's always looked... Um, but yeah, different. But you times. loved that time. I loved it, and it's or funny. Stressful. Don't knock the photo calls because, like, you'd have a t- half ten photo call, and you'd be done by a quarter past and eleven. Money, and it was money, great money, money as well. And you were done. It was like Jesus. And if you great. did well, you keep getting booked all yeah, the time. Yeah, and you would have a fashion show that night. You'd get good big uh, editorials. Do you miss ad. all that, or you, you kind would. of it, yeah? Listen, it was time to get out when I got out and TV was where I was going. And I remember there was gorgeous girls coming up the ranks, as there always is. But there was little young ones coming up and it was like, ah, here, I can't compete with that anymore. You know, they're gorgeous. Yeah, I still think, Glenda, you can compete with a lot of them. And you know what? There's some girls there that I I modeled with that are still modeling today. They look fabulous. I'm like, Jesus, good on you, girls. And I often say that, Jesus, I could still be modeling. Of course you could. No, the opportunity came to to go into TV. And I took that and I loved that. And that just kind of kept going. Dif- stressful in a different way? Stressful. Demanding. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, like it was, I started on Bubble Hits, which was I remember a, that. a 24 hour yes. uh, music show with no ads. In the UK? It no. was, it was kind of, it was, UK, it was on satellite TV. So okay. we got it here and the UK, but it was, um, that was, I had a show called Glenda Showbiz Goss. I'll never forget that. And then that's when I got exposed. Exposing. And that was just nuts. No money, nuts. It was your own self-edit, yeah, yourself self dressing you know, ourselves, doing our everything. own makeup. Um, and then you turn up and we're all like watching now going, God, they've the life. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. Oh, I remember sending, I saw a picture online or something of this kid in Asia being picked up from school and his mom or dad was driving the bike like a little moped and the child was turned it was on the back but with it back to back to his dad and he was turned on the little lid at the back where you might put a helmet and he was doing his homework on the way home and I sent it to my producer and I said is this the way you'd like us expose girls to be because at one stage they wanted us to hold the mic and work the camera on our shoulder and interview it was like come on 
do off. it and look nice and look good and be, don't swear and, and be at every event and then get the red eye and yeah yeah, yeah I, I, I do because it's I, like sometimes you I don't I didn't ever okay. want to it's do like, it I haven't like, had a minute that's no. why my hair is grey I'm not that's a young one anymore yeah. yeah stressful so, busy it was full on friendships they recently um, celebrated 25 yeah. years and, you know, I feel like I was on Exposure for 13 of those years That's or 12 huge. and then a year on Ireland AM. But I was modelling on Ireland AM for so long before that. But looking back and I loved all the love on Instagram from my, all my colleagues and people that I worked with over the years and different presenters on, on Virgin Media, how much love there was. And I was laughing with the girls. I was like, yeah, I, you missed those. And then it was like until we're back one week into yeah. it. It's like, but this that's is, the thing. You know, mad. it's like every nostalgia. It's like old boyfriends or family times. You're like, you romanticize. We romanticize everything. And I think you get to an age like, I've just turned 40 recently and I'm, I'm romanticizing. Everything was amazing. It's not, when you're in it, it's actually full throttle yeah. hard. It's hard to keep a relationship. It's certainly hard to think about your fertility. It's yeah. hard to, it's not that bloody easy. And there's a moment in time. That yeah. was a moment in your time, maybe. It's like having kids. You look back and go, oh, look at him. Uh, when you're so in cute. it, it's horrendous. Like, I didn't sleep one no. bit during that time. I look back time. at Simone now, who's, who's just turned two, and I'm like, oh, I went into the baby. It's really tricky yeah. when you're in it. Yeah. And are there, like, you are in, in no way near finished or washed up or any way near the end of your... So <laughs> what are the dreams? But what are the on. dreams? Like, you still have dreams. And I think when we become moms, it's a bit like... Oh, Surely there's so much more you want to do. Absolutely, And I have it in me and I see different shows. Are you kind of holding out for a while? Yeah, like okay. there's a different... Um, my kids are going to school now. Well, they're not... But they're not gone to crash. Okay. They're he's tiny. still two. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. he's gone for three hours a day, which kind of gives me... Even though I, by the time I get home and shower, I'm on the road again. Um, but I feel like I have more time. I wanted that time as well. The headspace. Really, now, there's certain days where I'm like, I want to run out that front door and never come back, as you know. But... Um, I wanted that time, but yes, when I see certain things going on around around town, around that's happening in the country, I'm like, I would have been in the thick of that right now. And I do miss things like that. And yes, you asked me that question. I still feel like there's something in me. I still want to do something. Um, I don't know what that is. Is but it your own business? Is it media? Is it present? Yeah, you'll figure that out. Oh, it's entertainment TV okay. or radio or something Brilliant. along those okay. lines Brilliant. that I've always done. Absolutely. Something like this, whatever yes. it is. But talking to people, but I something always... Something buzzy. I always loved... That was the one thing with my job. I love sitting down with people. Um, I love the stranger, the weirder, the better. Yeah. Because if we were all samey-samey, it'd be an awful boring out world. So... Complete, and I think, I think the one thing someone said to me when I had my kids and I have a lot of energy and it has to be used or I get yeah. a bit lonely like yeah. I definitely need to be around people yeah. and I think I was a bit bereft like I think it's a good word I think there was a grief in me when I had my first kid I was in my early 30s thrilled to bits but I do remember a bit like I miss all me I yeah. miss and it wasn't a FOMO about nights out it was more about like I've lost a bit of identity and then very much so with the seconds which I'm reclaiming now of course do you feel there's a grief that comes with being a mom or are you just so like, it's I, amazing. I totally get it. No, absolutely. No, no. It is amazing. But there's days that you're like, oh, jeepers. Um, you, you miss the independence of having your own money. Independence. Or the amount of money you used to make. Um, and also getting out and having conversations, as you said, with your colleagues. Those friendships, as I said, totally looking crack. back yeah. on the 25 years, it was like, oh my God, we had such crack in the office. Now put me in there for a couple of hours now and I'd be like, Jesus, get me, get me out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, where was I going with that? Where was I going? The grief of your old event. Like. Yes, and also, I was kind of in the spotlight. And then that all goes as well. Is that hard on the ego? It can be sometimes. And especially when I meet people, they're like, Jesus, you're not on the telly anymore. Did I see on the telly? Are you ever going to get back on the telly? Like as if I just jump into a TV screen and I go, hiya, I'm here. But also here. as if you die, like... 
It's I like, am here. I'm, I'm like, there's and... a lot more to what I do than just being on television. But it's hard. Like, you know, absolutely. It's fucking annoying. But yeah, you would have that certain days. I'm like, fuck, I'd love to be doing that. And then, you know, some days I'm like, I'm actually good at home yeah. and doing my things. Sometimes Once I get out and have in. a few jobs a week, it gets me out. It gets me happy again. Gets me back to to the kids, loving life. Gets me loving to go out again. But uh, you know, we'll see. So you're at okay. So you're at home. You're doing a lot of brand stuff. You do work. You do bits. You're at home then for the boys. Your husband works full time, or he works from home. He seems to always be around me, Rob. Um, <laughs> he is. He travels. He's watching and, you like a whole. He travel because I, I was laughing there when you said that. You're like you know times at home being on your own. I feel like I've, I haven't been on my own okay. since I had my kids. Okay. Rob is always around. He's a great dad. He's very involved. But my mother and father love my. Kid. They're okay. always so around. Always as well. with someone. Okay. And I always get to go I always get my little that's great I'm running out here for an hour that's great this. so yeah I can't, haven't been can't bottle that like that's not some yeah. people don't have families near they live remotely their husbands are a bit no, crappy no I've or, had great okay. support around me so um, like and I'm a devil for asking my mother to come over so that I can go up to bed for an hour and have a kip because I still have a child that loves to come into me in the middle of the night, yeah. Um, Danny, Danny, Demon Danny, as I call him, and the odd, I could probably count on one hand since he was born how many nights he slept the full night. And I wake up in the morning going, Jesus, the child, because like I'm so used to him. And if he's in his own bed, it's like, wow, he had a good night's sleep. And so did I. I don't know myself. It's hard. So, the lack of sleep is hard. So I miss the actual being in the car on my own and having conversations on my own and things like that, that she would. You know, or being able to meet someone like that at the drop of a hat. Do you have siblings? Yes, I do. What one do you brother. Have? One brother. Yeah. Does your mom have to mind his kid? Does he have kids? He he has one little girl. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we kind of give each other dig outs like that okay. as well. So we'd meet with kids or we'd help out. But um, yeah, my mom great. helps yes. out with him with his little one as well. But I'm priority. Don't tell. Him I was that. gonna say yeah, it's great <laughs> to have. My parents are further away, so it's not as easy. Um. Rob, you meet yes. him. So you're saying you did always want to have kids. Did he always, was that aligned? Was it like, yeah, we're going to have a family? Because like, people laugh when I say that not everyone who gets married wants to have kids. Yeah, absolutely. You know? um, I, it was always the thing, but we weren't obsessed. Like it was just like, okay, let's we'll have see. our fun. And we probably had too much fun. Like I think myself and Rob were married five or six years yeah. before we had Same. kids. Yeah. So um, Pushed out a little bit. We were with each other a good five years before we got married. So... Yeah, we're nearly getting divorced now. I'm yeah, joking. we're all in that club, um, and it's Some okay. days yes. we are, Jesus. It's hard, yeah. Um, but no, it was kind of, I remember sitting on the couch at home and Rob turned to me and said that that was what did it for me. That's he said, um, <laughs> let's have sex. Yeah, and I well, ran out said, the window and I never came back. <laughs> um, jumped out the window. Uh, he said to me, you know, it's a bank holiday this weekend. And I just said, oh, here, I can't do another weekend of going out and drinking and doing yeah. this. I just had enough. And now I'm counting the days when I can get out and go, you know, but it was like, I've had enough. There has to be more to, to life, to my life. As you said, there's not everyone wants to have children, but that was, but you I want was to get that itch. I was mm -hmm. like, yeah. And easy enough to go and start a family. Yeah, it okay. was. Thank God. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty easy. Thank God. Um, I, I, the pregnancy was, was tough. Okay. Was so Bobby's a, first was Bobby's hard. First. But I was a puker. So I was, Night, noon, and morning, um, and I used to go around with cameramen from my old job, and they'd be like, oh, Jesus, you look like you're hungover because I'd be on the side of the street. Were you on puking. tablets? Did you get caramel? I did, yeah. and it didn't work for me. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, that was, but I got through it. Labor. Labor, I'll give you a funny one. I was on my last um, 
my last appointment with my doctor and Rob came up to up to Ballymount to pick me up and I came out of studio that we put studio earlier. So I was glammed up to the nines. So you're still done. working till the death of the pregnancy? Yeah, yeah. This is two and a half weeks before Bobby was due. So I came out, hair done, makeup done. I had a skirt or a dress on me. I remember my legs were out anyway. Got into the car, drove down to the Coombe Hospital and there was a queue at the hospital and Rob said to me, Claudia, you better get out, you're late. And I said, I'm not feeling it. I said, I don't want to. So these two <laughs> girls were killing this fella that had skipped the queue and they were eating him. And eventually I got through, parked the car and I got out of the car and I saw one of the girls that was eating your man. And I said, fair play to you, you put him into, into his place. And she turned around and he says, do you see him? He was a see you next Tuesday. And I went, oh, right. Boom. Waters broke. What? I don't know. It was the fright of hearing that word. I know. What? Um, no just, and I said to Rob, quickly, go in and tell the doctor. And Rob was like a headless chicken. And he ran in. And then while he was running in, I said, actually, don't. And he was like, he says, what? And I said, don't tell him, don't tell him. And the two of us went into the toilet. There was a toilet right in the door. And we were in there like two ages, like two teenagers, yeah, not knowing, not what, knowing to what to do. And he That's said, Glenda, I have to go in to the doctor. And I was like, I know, but there's so many people in the corridor. Anyway, he went into the, into the doctor, Did you Dr. O'Connor. Like it's also embarrassing. Well, here's like the that? walk of shame yeah, yeah, now, yeah, right? Yeah. So the doctor says to Rob, just tell her to come in. So off I go in my heels. With, with, with stuff oh and yeah and a skirt on walk through down that corridor and anyone, anyone who knows There's it it's Glenn, each side is, and there was men there as well like I'm so because Covid afterwards you used to be like a banshee going yeah. through the corridors because no one was yeah. around but um, yeah and Bobby was born 18 minutes later what? yeah 18 minutes later That's it was incredible. just it was madness and I remember the next day I woke up and it was kind of like what? What happened? Because so it was. Hang on, you'd had a scan previous to this. Had you been told he's going to be ready to go? He's engaged, is it, or not really? No. Did you feel like he was? He no. Was loaded? You didn't feel that. No. Something that day, pains, no. cramps, Braxton. And you know, on Danny, what? then they thought he was going to come, like not a breeze, and he wasn't a breeze to come. Now I wasn't there. So all eighty. Okay, waters break, and you go in, and they're like, "You're whatever." No, you're right. He's like, no quickly, yeah, and like no Painful. time for anything. No time. Yeah. That sounds. Painful. Yeah. And I remember... Because it's was, very fierce. He was... I, the, uh, the two of them, would you believe, are October babies. The 20th and the 21st. You're like a teacher they, timed to precision. They, I know. I get to ride once a <laughs> yeah, year on Valentine's mean? Day. Valentine's. Um, the one was born on the 21st and the other was born on the 22nd. So there's a year and 364 days between them, which is yeah. very strange. But... Um, I've lost my feckin' throat. No, you were thought. saying... I confused you there. Danny was... What did I? Oh, I don't damn, know. But that's my fault. What did Bobby weigh? Eighteen minutes. Bobby was a seven pound seven one. I think he was. Okay. It's just that you were very fit. Why yeah. did that happen? Eighteen minutes. Because I was puking every second of the day. I'd say my whole. Gia came really quickly as well. She was my first, and when I went in, I said, "I'm, I'm definitely about to give birth," and in pain. They were like, "Oh, love, it's your first. You're not about to give birth." Yeah. And then they're like, she's eight centimetres dilated, so there was no time. Now, she wasn't 18 minutes. She's probably two hours from that point, but it was very Yeah, fierce. but just really quick. And sore and scary. Second was a devil. She was tiny and kept turning, turning. And they were like, she'll be quick because your first was quick. And she wasn't. She, again, took two days. It was a nightmare labour. So yeah. you were told the same thing with Danny. Yeah. He's like, this would be fine. Easy. And it wasn't. And it was during COVID. So I was up and down the labour ward, walking up and down, trying to, sitting on that ball on my own. Um, but 
I yeah, but he came and it was all Hard good. Labor. It was fine, but I had to take an epidural. I got the epidural, and just as I got it, he came. So the epidural didn't even kick in, and then it kicked in afterwards. And then sure, I was disgusted that I got it because I was like, here you he like, is. I, I can do it. I went this long without. But do you think women are? Did you have a newfound women are amazing, or did you kind of already know that from stories? And I think it gave me a like, I can't believe women. Do. I can't. Yeah, but I just. Uh, yeah, it pain like, is, scares the shite out of you. It really is, and not even that. It frightens. Actually, you're fr- I don't want anyone who's no, but it's you know, important but to be honest. Does. It's like what happened, and yeah. then you get the fright when the child is handed to you. But and also, you're it's like, like mind this. I have to look after yeah. this child. I can't look after myself. I remember Jason I, left to walk the dog. I was like the dog, and this is the first because he was in such a happy zone. I think he wanted to meet someone for a drink, probably. Yeah, and to wet the baby. So I was like. And I remember being so scared. I was holding her and I was so happy at what I'd achieved. Yeah. But I was really scared and lonely. And I was like, yeah. I'm not going to, this is horrendous. Um, so and then the second was COVID too, so he couldn't so be in. And I found that really lonely. Yeah. It's, I actually liked it because no one could come in on top of me in the hospital. Then. I stayed in because I oh, wanted the break. I could yeah. sleep and I could just yeah. have this the time second with you. Know, home to a second kid. Yeah, so it was like, don't leave me in here. But I'll tell you about this um, on my, with Bobby. Was it Bobby? No, it was Danny, actually, because there was more time in there. I was sick as a dog and I was in the room waiting. And Rob was eventually allowed in. And he came in and while I was leaning over the sink, I was puking. And I said, Rob, will you come over and rub my back? And he walks over to me with this jumper wrapped over his hands, you know, in front of his belly. And I said, What's, what the hell? You know, yeah, yeah. I'm like this. Oh, yeah. And I said, what, what are you doing with the jumper there? And he says, I, I'm feeling a bit fat today. I said, you're feeling a bit fat? Oh While I was like, can you, what? do you look at me? Can you see? And he was like, oh, Jesus, wrong, wrong thing to say. Them, and he had, he was obviously starving. And he had a packet of Haribos. And I remember he kept going for the Haribos. And the noise of the packet was doing my head in. And eventually the nurse came in and she said, you're ready. We got to go. And she says, get ready, Rob. And she put me into a wheelchair. I got into a wheelchair and Rob started packing up stuff with a plastic bag and everything that was going in. I remember it was ripped at the side and he kept, oh God, things were falling out. And I just looked at him. But the so nurse awful? obviously looked at him and went, this fucking idiot. And she just went down the corridor, the two of us. And when we got into the lift, Rob's foot came in between the two doors well, she ate him. Never stop a lift yeah, when there's a woman yes, in labour. And yes. he's like, but I didn't know where you were going. She was like, hurry up. But I just shut up. I was like, could you come home with me and talk Only to him? Only a maternity like hospital puts them in place. Only a maternity hospital. Yeah. Fair play to her. And Jason ate my toast after Simone. We'd gone through hell to have Simone. Uh, right at my breakfast. Hell. Yeah. And then we have her and it's all the emotions and everyone's in relief zone. And I'm chatting to Dr. Higgins about something and he eats the mar- He I think it was nerves actually, probably just like, and he ate it. And I just remember going, absolute prick. And he goes, just mental. She's literally been through two days of hell with a donut. Like they put, she went breach, she turned, she went breach. And I remember the first time similar to you, any noise, he was eating, chewing something. Oh, and he around. kept saying, turn it. I'm like, yeah. stop touching It's not me. in my, my shoulder. No, like, but it's not there. It's also not there. It's in my vagina. It's in my bum. It's not there. FYI. But he kept touching me and I was like, every touch you're giving. And I know you're being kind, but stop yeah. touching me. Yeah. And just, I love, I'm like, shut up. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm kind of, these women in America oh. who are like, my mom, my sister, maybe that's preferable. Yeah. I am. Um, I remember being in the shower then. I had the hot water yeah, on my back. Good. And good. he said to me, Glenda, my, my arm is killing me. I was like, you. And I couldn't I give out. I think I gave out to him then, but it's afterwards. I'm like, he says, it's funny the things you remember. Well, like, yeah. we were new into our marriage-ish with Gia. So there was a lot of like, hey, Jason. There was a lot of love. Yeah. I have to say with the second, I was like, just 
go do something, go yeah. sleep in the car. He just wrecked my head. Yeah. But I also think I was nervous. And I think that nervousness was just like everything he did pissed me off. Do you want food? I don't want food because I don't want to poo it out on that. Like, no, I don't yeah, want food. Yeah, yeah. What are you, mental? Oh, he's probably just being nice. I know, but go. The things we do, yeah. Did you know you're having boys? Yes. And? I knew on both, yeah. Listen. Give a crap. As long as you've had yeah. the baby, and I know people are like, ah, yeah, but you'd love a girl, wouldn't you? I'm like, no. Honestly, after going through the first, and especially that last month or so, you just start thinking, well, I did. And I was like, Jesus, what happens? And oh my God, and blah, blah, blah. And, blah, blah, blah. and then the child comes out, and you're like, okay, everything's there, everything's okay so far. So that's all you want. And there's something nice about knowing, like I knew as well, they're the same sex, you have the same stuff for them, you know they might get on because yeah. of similarity, you know what you're doing a bit more. Like I think there's something scary maybe about, I don't know, I've never, I've only had girls. Yeah, I was away recently in Spain and uh, with Rob and the two boys. So they'd get it out of the water. And yeah, you looked like down. crap in all your photos. No, which is as a mom of two kids at home, right, I was like, I'm hardly going to show you the ones that I, I look like shite. Um, you didn't put those but they, up. They, yeah, the, I take off their shorts, obviously, and then they leg it. Oh, yeah. And you, you turn around and there's the couch where they were watching TV or whatever they were doing. And it's like they start from the minute they come out, the hand down. Pulling it from left to right, that? and then oh, listen, I won't bring Robin. No, no, no. He wasn't doing it. No, now. no, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. What is that? Like my friends, my friends of boys are like, and they're kind of masturbating. I'm like, no, they're not masturbating. He's four. No, but it's the kind of masturbation like this. A whole new topic. For oh, me. I guess I get shouted, "Mommy, my willy's so big." So, I'm like, good for you, and son. feels so good. And like, it's it's all really nice, but it's a new level of books yeah. I need to read and research because yeah. I'm like, this is intense. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's willy stuff. There is boys uh, love talking about poo and willies and bombs looking at each other. Is girls are very very much about you know I'm a princess and like I'm trying to get her away from that and no one's going to save you and there is no white knight like you are your own you know and you can marry a girl like I'm trying to go there and it's just so f- it's laughable. I'm trying to teach her all this stuff because she's like what? Yeah, do they get I, on well? They the boys they get on. They get on great and then they kill each other. Um, they're getting on better because Danny obviously is getting a little bit older yeah. and he's not trashing toys where Bobby might be, you know, setting everything up. Yeah. And, the, you know, so they have their moments, but they do. They they get on well and it's great Are to see. Are you glad you I have hope. them, each other, like they have each other? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I look at it kind of going, they have great little friends. So I hope that continues. Um, do you want to have loads more kids? Are you allowed to ask that? Are we not I should have started that 10 years ago if I wanted more kids. But do you, do you, did you want to have loads of kids? No, no, I didn't. I always thought that just to Rob can hold one, I can hold the other. Yeah. Um, a bit of family balance. that can fit in a car. Think of going away, airplane. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So I suddenly have noticed now my Baba's too. Everything's going to get more expensive. Yeah. Obviously flying. I just find everything when you're away. It's like Rob, you're on him. I'm on him. Yeah. You know, or split, divide and him. conquer. Yeah. Nights so. out are easier. Yeah. Because yeah. my yeah. friends who have three or four, I'm like, why there's a bit more work. Yeah. So what is the, like, the dream is you go on vacation together, you love that. Is there a hope that you'd all move away or do you just want to continue as is, just having the crack with I your family? There's and no moving away. Um, you never move I was, away. I was going to say about Rob, he's away a lot, even though I said he's at home a lot. Yeah. He, when he's not at home, he's away. So he's traveling quite a bit. He could be two what or three he times. Do? He's a machinery man. So okay. he's diggers and okay. all that stuff. Okay. Which little boys love, by the yes. way. So, um, 
so yeah he's um he's always doing that um so yeah we love a holiday obviously don't we all um especially when you're living in this beautiful country and the, it rains but a lot. that's what I mean. Like, you do love Spain. I, yeah, but heat. I love Ireland. Okay, I absolutely... so you wouldn't want to base yourself there. No, much. and no. I love Dublin. I've always loved Dublin. I often look Dublin. at Jodie Woods' thing and I'm like, I love that their balance as they go to Spain. I love Spain and I see her lovely posters and their beautiful family and her gorgeous husband. They're just gorgeous, all of them. But um, And I holiday in the exact same yeah. spot where she is and it's gorgeous, but I love it and then I love to go home. Why? Just, I just, no. You're a homer. You know, in the colder months, it wouldn't do anything for me to be in Spain. No, I I love Dublin. Uh, Dublin. Really? I love the crack That's of Dublin so people, Irish people. I just, yeah, I've Family always loved this place. Yeah. I love that we're all just a few minutes away from each other. You can get anywhere in this country, you know, no bother. Um, I just like people's wit. I, the, the, the weather recently has pretty much killed me, especially with two kids. It's like, it's not uh, here. I can't, to entertain two I kids. can't color and do Play Doh for another day, or, you know, they can't watch another movie. You know what I mean? It's are you like, hand, are, okay, are you craft mom? Like, are you baking up a storm? Are you creating, do you struggle with that part of, are you much more of a like, a maternal loving, I'm here for you mom, I'm practically here for you, but I'm not going to play with you all day. It's mom. funny. Like, what are you? Rob, I don't know what you are. Rob is the feeder, right? Okay. He cooks really? and, oh, Rob, it's so in his family. Where was Rob Excuse back in the day? I would have liked a Rob. Well, Rob has a, a mom who's a cordon bleu chef and a sister and uh, that's what they do and so Rob was kind of brought up with it. You can imagine me meeting the mother for the first time. It's like, oh yes, I'll cook for your son, not a chance. Do you cook? She, no. no, so okay. I'd burn water. But uh, so Rob feeds them, and it's funny. Oh, they, that's amazing. Someone was in the house a while ago, and Bobby comes in with this Lego thing, and he's like, Mom, are you ready to build this? And it's usually, we're not doing that, but it's usually you'd think the dad, the dad would build yeah, it. But I, I do all that. Or, so I, and look, I told you earlier, I loved art. So, so I you love are quite anything an to do mom. with art. And Rob says, You're enjoying that more than they are, Danta. Like, just do that perfectly, paint inside That's the lines. Amazing. I'm only joking, but I have my moments. And who's softer? So he's cooking, he's that kind of guy. Do you feel that you're, I know that they're super young, you're hardly like... Shady. Rob, I'll but answer that stricter? straight away. Uh, probably me. Rob really? is super soft. And like, I walked in the other day into the room, I was like, Rob? And he said, what? I said, he's bullying you. That's amazing, Vanda, that you're Rob can, I love oh, that. I, like, I love that. I, and listen, they all have their moments, I but I don't like bold children. So I just great. and I love to have manners on them. But Rob would just Bobby might let a roar at Rob, and he'd be like, "Okay," and he'd go and get him something. I'm like, "Go back in there and tell him not to do that." But Rob is that sort of person, he's you know. Soft. He's soft, yeah, he is until he until enough is enough, you know. Because we do worry about bringing up entitled kids, right? Yeah. Your kids, I'm sure there's challenges for you and like, I'm not saying you're some millionaire, but they have everything that they need, right? Absolutely. They're pretty much well looked after. Yeah. We're privileged in this country. Yeah. We're in safe lands. We're not in a war. And I worry that we're grazing, and I said in the last series of the podcast, assholes, right? Because there's a helicopter parenting, mums... Um, aren't pushing out seven or eight kids where it's mayhem and they've no money. We have the we choose yeah. our families, we choose our partner. Yeah, um, we can make a bit of money for ourselves. There's a lot more independence. Absolutely. Thank God. Yeah, and so with that comes that like you can we can go on these holidays to Marbella for three weeks or we can go and do lap lap. And there's a lot kids get a lot and. Absolutely. Do you struggle do you remember with when that? Because I'm struggling with that. Because my parents were very strict. Um, my parents weren't strict, but like I remember no, McDonald's were. was when it was Your someone's birthday. birthday. Your birthday, yeah. Um, 
yeah, kid like, in school you went to Wally Wabbits there was you no, got McDonald's th- what's Wally Wabbits oh my god oh my what god you're better upbringing than me where did you grow up where's Wally where Rabbits you in Castle you probably Rock. had one yeah so in Southside it was Wally Wabbits in Stuttgart, Oregon I'm sure you had one I've never even that heard of so that so funny yes in the 90s it was when did I I was born in 83 so Wally Wabbits oh my was god, like I was a born soft before play. you. I was born in 81 wow <laughs> there it we go it was a soft play like what was it the equivalent of? Like, a, not a jump zone. Okay, so I cannot Funky remember. Monkeys or something. And it was called Wally Wabbis, but it had a restaurant, it had a quasar, oh, it had a bowling. That was very When advanced. I say it was insane, and if your mates got to go there, my mum was just like, you need to do it, they've done it. I'm like, I want to do my birthday. I never got to do a birthday there. And then I think at like eight, I got to do a birthday there. But it was, it was phenomenal. Amazing. It's closed. I think it's closed. I think well, it's I can't remember ever going to a Wally soft play Wabbis. area when I was a kid. Oh, sorry, what did you do? Like, and I can't remember ever being brought to a playground. I really, you I just don't. said your parents were sound. So what they are, do? but you were let out. It was like go on out and play, and you did, and you were out playing with your, with your friend next door, or, or whenever, or your or friend and my friend next door came in with her mom, and we played in the yeah. house. Like Nowadays, people used to like visit each other and have coffees. Yeah, they'd have coffee, tea, and coffee in the house. Yeah. It wasn't meeting like you wouldn't ever get so a coffee. Did you worry about it? Um, Are you yes. aware? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Rob, we would love to be here for this conversation. But yeah, you do, because as you're saying, there was no Smiths. There was none of this. And and you tend to kind of go, if you get through this, we'll go to Smiths or, you know, this kind of. And then it's like, shit, forget it. Why did I yeah. say that? But yeah. look, and I do. And you can see, you can see it during the summer. You can see it at Christmas time in the kids. How much I do, and it's like, I'm dying for them to get back to school because yes. the teachers do put manners on yes. them. Um so yeah, are we doing as a you poor said, job? they have are we everything. Like, they no. do have everything, but I feel if like I'm a big this, kid you tie your myself. Shoelace, you can have an ice cream on Saturday. Um, yeah. My mum would have just been like, yeah. tie your shoelace. Yeah, I know. Go to school. I know. The saga in the morning to get out to school, and I'm like, what are we doing? I now? brought Bobby. Um, I finished school with him one of the days, and it was it was a nice day. And I said, come on, we go and get an ice cream. And we walked up to get the ice cream, and while I was getting it, a friend in his class walked by. And the mother said, you know, you don't get an ice cream till Friday. And I just went, oh, God, I'm the dope. I'm the dope. And I was like, wow. And it just made me think. And there he is going, can I have sprinkles on that? I'm like, oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Now, I couldn't go. Actually, we're not doing this today. We'll do it on Friday. But it was like, I shouldn't be doing that. But we're meant to make the rules. And something has happened to us where... I see it myself. I'm like putting treats in on a Wednesday. I'm like feeding her with love and faith. And, and, and Jason's a bit like, well, do you want her to be your bestie? Like, what's going yeah. on with you? And I'm like, and he's he was raised in South Africa in a hugely strict, okay. it's a, a culturally very different. He went to very oh my strict God, I say your school. kids are gorgeous. With the two ah, of you. They're <laughs> like, they're not great, you know, but he's very strict upbringing. And I see how he speaks to me about what I do for them and what I give them and how he's like, what do you want to raise? Is it just kids who are not resilient, yeah. who just sit around the world or make it better? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. But it's funny, my second you little know? guy, Danny, wouldn't look for a thing off you. He walks around. If Maybe you, it's personality. If you, yeah, if you bring him to Smith's, he walks around and picks out something for Bobby. Like, he's, no, the child would go out and play with the grass. Where Is that Bob, second child? I don't know. Like, I, I hardly, third, so I I hardly bring Bobby out and buy him something and not buy Danny. So sure. he would, but he just... He's just—he's so just not a different nurture kid. Nature is interesting. He's that conversation. Different kids, yeah. Do you worry about social media? Oh yeah, I knew you'd ask me that question when I was driving in here. I was like, "Where we'll go down that route?" Um, well, you have to be honest. I do, and I'm honest, and yeah, I don't. I wouldn't get any as much stick as I used to get when I was on TV. You'd get stuff when you're on. Really? 
Yeah, you would get you shot. You were getting trolled? Oh, it's... No, you'd get... No, I'm not saying trolled. Yeah. Uh, you'd get... But listen, I have to take the good with the bad because you'd get many a good a compliments. You're a popular person in this country. Yeah, but you might get something like, I didn't like your... Knee. You don't have knees for a skirt like that or you don't have... Yeah, you'd get shot like that. Or <laughs> you might even get things like... Oh, Jesus. What colour is your nail polish on your toes? It's like, seriously, how did you see that? What? Do you remember the setup on Expose? Like, you'd get freaky things whether they're good bad or indifferent but you have to like I remember saying that to the girls each day one of us would get some sort of a knocking and you'd say here you can't yesterday you got you look gorgeous and you loved all those comments and you you can't can't, be when someone said I don't like that dress that's not your shape just leave it move on do you and Rob have the conversation about putting them on your social does it even matter do you care who cares (coughs) Rob's not a huge social media he is big on social media when it comes to machinery and selling and all that Um, but no, he doesn't get involved, and I suppose I'm. Have, I've always been in the spotlight, the really. Thing. So you it's were like, as a kid. So to you, it's not a drama. No, like as I said, I was modelling. I was on the telly at three years of age. So it's not. Because um, there's kids in France suing their parents. Oh, you heard about this? Back. Listen, yeah. it's a different world these days that we live in. So um, look, I do. I put them up on my social media. I don't think you puke Kill them me up for on that, your social media, but, though. Uh, there might be. There's bits. Yeah, but I'm. Yeah. I don't know. Thank do you think you, there'll be a stage you stop? Like, or do you think it's well, like, I'm sure when they do don't naturally. want to do yeah, it, yeah. Uh, you know? Um, they're super cute. And they're always around they're me now. Like, th- when they get older, they're gone with their friends or they're doing they their own be, thing. Exactly, it's yeah. not like they'd be, be like, Mom, the minute I go out the door when they're going to school, let's do a selfie. Okay, Mom. Hopefully they're like, get lost, Mom, yeah. you know? So, yeah. What's the best thing about parenting? What's the best thing? I suppose at the moment, listening to the little chat, like Danny putting the things together, he just, myself and Rob, just look at each other all the time and just laugh. He's like a little cutie or like Bobby. And my uh, my uh, dog was attacked there two weeks ago, the poor little thing. And she um, she has pins all in her leg. They shattered her, her, her bone in her leg. Anyway, and the poor dog is in a depression at the moment. And... Uh, we, I got Bobby in the car the other day and he says, Mommy, when I think of those dogs, little fuckers. And I just went, oh, Jesus. And myself and Rob. And I just had to turn around. Oh, my God, in the back. so good. But it was obviously I had said those little fuckers yeah. are dogs. And he then said it. So I was like, oh, shit. Watch what we're saying. Yeah, but you also didn't react. It's brilliant. Yeah, but it was, like, was something like that. It was funny. You know, he wasn't telling me to F off. But um, yeah, it was something. Innocent. But like, Danny, there's spits coming out of his mouth. The tongue is coming out. The 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 eyes are lit <laughs> up, the hands, and he's. And if you Where agree does he get that with him, energy like, yeah. and personality. That's if you brilliant. agree with them on something or say, really, Danny's like, yeah. So that, you're getting great little bit of entertainment out of him. And he could screen the house down as well. So you get both. Do you find it, I find it funny that you haven't made carbon cutouts. I often go, why is Simone not like me? Like yeah. I am. And why does Gia do And Joe's like, they're not us. They're genuinely yeah. not us. Yeah. That's weird when yeah. you're kids. Um, uh, the people say Bobby's the spit of Rob, the absolute spit. Um, and then it's like, where did we get Danny from with the blue eyes and the pale skin? And But I don't know. What's the hardest thing? What's the hardest thing? Uh, sleep, I find. I'm a big sleeper. I love my sleep. Oh, I'm, I've always, I could sleep standing up. I'm one of those. Um, like if I, if I got to a job early, it didn't happen that much. I'd nearly have a kip in the car. I'm okay. like one of those to kind of, because I'm always so like this, that. you know? Yeah, um, yeah but... 
Uh, what is the hardest? What is the hardest? Do you fight a lot? Do you and Rob fight more now that you've I kids? suppose we did when the kids were small at the very start. And, and not so other. much with Bobby. It's when you the second oh, one. No, 100% weak. And you're still dealing with a child like that has just turned two. The next day turned two after Brittany was born. It's very so hard. That was that was tough. Everything they do is annoying. And yeah, I remember him not wanting me. He just wanted his dad because I brought this new child in. And that oh, yeah. was like, That's oh, hard. jeepers, you know. There's a lot of emotional yeah. crap involved yeah. with, yeah. yeah. So warfare. So yeah, it just depends what day you ask me what the hardest thing some days would be. You know, you never know. Throwing something on the floor that you've told him 10 times not to do. But you know. you're killing it though because you've kind of morphed. You're still like a hot ride of a woman we're not allowed to talk about listen uh, I left the house today we're not allowed to objectify or talk about people's looks but you still are right this great but I kind of like that your content is always like the salt place that you go to is yeah. like I had to find that I was like where that there's one in step aside near yeah me. oh I've been to that you one you know what I mean yeah and you'll put up informative stuff you put up fun stuff you put up nice like family but there's this ch- more there's a change in you and evolution and that'll probably bring you to where you're next going to go in your yeah, broadcasting maybe. career so it's interesting to watch that I was laughing I just sent it to my friend yesterday but I you got, still look the same Glenda I got thanks Jesus it's amazing what makeup can do I asked uh, I sent this to my mate it came up what I thought I was going to wear on the school run and you see this model with the, like the uh, looking amazing every accessory hanging off her and then it's like what I do and uh, what I look like and getting out of bed with the jamas the socks to <laughs> fold up to the hair in, the the bo- in a big bun on the, the top of the head it's like oh my god that's me you know affect this going out looking like you're what was that program that they all all the mothers Nicole Kidman and, and Reese Witherspoon Separate and they all wives. No. no oh I loved that the um, when, where they was, kill the guy yes <laughs> Remember um, they all used to meet at the school and you'd be like, that was such a good her show. coat, look at her shoes, look at her bag, they all look fabulous. And they look like they'd a blow dry. I certainly don't look like that in the morning. What do you want if you were gone tomorrow for your boys to remember you? That's your final question. Oh my God. What is your legacy? What do you want them to go? She was this. Well, they're very young to remember me, but um, I suppose just to be a sound mother, like I get on pretty well with my folks. Um, and just to, for someone that I that they can go to come to, um, and that's what I mean by sound. Um, like I was never afraid to go to my folks and tell them the truth about wow. anything. Now I'm sure the 13, 14, those kind of years when you were afraid to do anything, um, I'd be hiding things. Mm-hmm. But no, um, and I have friends, and I can see them. They kind of nearly button their shirt up when their parents come in. Do you know that oh kind of way? God, it's no, like I don't want that. I don't stand up straight. I've never. My my mom and dad laugh sometimes when they're around my mates because they're like she never changes when she's around us. She's still effing yeah, and blinding yeah. and you know I right. never. I'm. So um, yeah, I hope my my kids. Like I'm I'm very new at this, so I don't know just yet what I hope. But I hope they they trust me and know that they could tell me anything. You know, I hate them to be hiding stuff, especially in this mad world that we live in now. Yeah. You know. Well, listen, Bobby and Danny are two lucky feckers. We can't say that word, can we? We've already said a few. They're so lucky to have you. And you both seem like you've got a lovely yin-yang thing going on. And to see you become I'd love to cut mom. to the kitchen now. No, My house true. in an hour. It's like, Jesus, she didn't make God, it sound like that. Shit. <laughs> but it's true. And they're so lucky. And what a road you got ahead of you. And I think like we're all entering that in the trenches bit. And then we're coming out of that. And we're going into a new bit. Then the teens. I think it's kind of exciting. I'm loving the movement. I don't mind. Yeah. 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 So well done. And thank you so much for coming on. Opening your heart. Oh, it's not easy to talk about me. stuff that's about the house and not about 
career. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. You're killing it. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Little Birdie Told Me. And if you did, it would mean a lot to me if you could like, subscribe and share this episode.